0: Hello darlings, happy Wednesday. I'm a little bit later than usual today. I had an awesome client that I just got off the call to and I am just really feeling this week. How are you all feeling? Um there has been some solar flares so you know there can be a little bit of a low energy and also with Mars in Cancer we're so used to this Mars you know Mars has been in Gemini for eight, like 7 8 months since since August of 2022 and Mars usually spends 6 to 8 weeks in a sign so he spent 7 months so when he does his retrograde um you know and depending on the degrees and so on and so forth you know, he can, he, he's going to spend a long time in one sign and especially what we've just been through. Right. So it's been very cerebral and very lots going on in the mind, lots of mental activity, lots of maybe conversation, communication, you know, delays in communication, miscommunication, um, fizzled out ideas. Um, You know, it's, it can be a lot. Mental anxiety, right. Overload, overwork, overstimulation. Um, I know I've already shared that I did my Mars masterclass last year called Overstimulated and Undernourished, and that was so Mars in Cancer. Um, sorry, Mars in Gemini, and now we've got Mars in Cancer, and you can feel the pace. Can you feel that? And it's really funny because we're in like this really cardinal energy. It's Aries season. There's all of this stuff in Fire. You know, Mercury in Aries, Chiron in Aries, Jupiter in Aries, the Sun in Aries. You know so much fire, even Lilith and Leo, right? So there's this real dynamic push to want to move forward, to take steps forward. And even Cancer is a cardinal sign, just like Aries is. And they are the initiators, you know, the beginning of a season. So now we've got Mars, the ruler of Aries. So Now we look to Mars in Cancer for the rest of Aries season. So there's something that's really deeply reflective here and also really deeply healing on a very somatic level. So this is actually I mean, I am here for it as much as that fire is sort of triggering, you know, all of these things. I mean, my God, just go and take a quick look at my YouTube channel, darlings. I mean, I I went and did two hours of recording the other day because Mercury was conjunct Jupiter. It was just all the fucking fire. Actually, the other day, it was yesterday. Oh, my God. It's just time is just warped at the moment. I don't know about you, but there's this real energy of warping and lapses and quantum. And, yeah, it's it's wild shit. But... Yesterday, uh, Mercury was conjunct Jupiter and I just got into this teaching mode, this fire. I put a one hour video up of um, just sort of how to navigate your chart. So if you do listen here um, and you haven't yet sort of ventured over to anything else that I do, check out my free YouTube um, channel, obviously, Tiani Talks Astrology. I think it is. I think it's still Tiani Talks Astrology. I never know. All it is, is Tiani Talks. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, froth on astrology and why astrology and lots of stuff about astrology. And I think I get around 20 minutes in or something, I bring up the chart, show you how to look at your chart, show you, oh, excuse me, (coughs) excuse me, you know, just help you to sort of navigate some of the stuff. Yeah. So this is really great if you don't know anything about astrology and you're just sort of wanting to get your chart up, maybe have a look at what you know, rising sign you are, what moon sign, sun, you're going to know your sun sign, whereabouts, you know, the houses are, things like that. So I did a one hour bloody frothy, full of energy, vibrant friggin', you know, channeled whatever yesterday, Mars day, day of Mars, Tuesday. Then after that, I decided, oh, I want to do my personal numerology one. So Then there's another one up there that's all around whatever personal numerology year you're in, so your own cycle um, numerologically for 2023. So I talk to you how to get that number. I share a little bit about what each of those energies mean so that you can tap into that. So both of those are free up on my YouTube channel. So I had all this energy and then I slept for 90 minutes. Like seriously, so I'm feeling the fire. But the Mars, like I said, Mars rules Aries. So now we're looking to Mars in Cancer to take us through the rest of Aries season, which Mars, yes, is debilitated in Cancer, but there's also something really softening around this for us all. Because of this Mars in Gemini being so bloody cerebral, we can actually just dip back into what's important to us. Like we can start to integrate patiently the movement forward that maybe we had with all of these ideas of Gemini, yeah, we can feel how they feel in our body. You know, we can tune into the feelings of this intuitive guidance and this intuitive action. Yeah, not so, you know, short and sharp, even though we've got so much Aries going on. And, and that's the dichotomy here is that there's this fueled fire of Aries season with so many planets in Aries. But at the same time, this deep, even with Uranus and and both to planets, uh, Um, Venus both in Taurus you know again there's this really earthy component and then Mars you know moving through deep the deep watery terrain of cancer the home the body what we nurture the womb where we come from right and so I I sort of feel like this week um, we're leading into a beautiful Venusian full moon next week which I will prep you for in next week's potty In Libra, but this week, you know, even in my Monday music, and I am going to keep this one short and sweet today because I I just really want to bring back the importance of integration. And that's what I'm loving about Mars in Cancer. And again, like I said at the beginning of this convo, you know, are you feeling that change in energy? And again, there's this real, you know, duality because of the fire, but then because Mars, planet of action, is in this really flowy water sign. And I'm here for it because I feel like eight months of Mars in Gemini was enough. Thank you very much. And now we can ground and get into our bodies and cook food and spend time with family and integrate, get into our bodies, nurture the self, heal. You know, I'm really feeling this deep sense of slow healing i don't know if you are too and and this is because there's also this glorious grand water trine in the sky at the moment too with mars in cancer the south node in scorpio and um, saturn in pisces now this is a big time you know we haven't had saturn in pisces for 28 years 29 years so we haven't had this sort of trine for a very long time you know so there's something really magical around this week and what's building and the slowness of the the somatic integration of what we've sort of just been processing and really just dipping into the ethers of maybe clearing karmic contracts really just like dropping into our own waters you know that's how it feels for me it's just like ah, there's a real exhale you know mars in cancer is, again, inviting us to come home to the body. And, yes, you know, I, I would have shared last week too, you know, that Mars definitely is can be uncomfortable here and there can be a lot of maybe, uh, you know, family healing that needs to happen, mother wounds that get reignited, inner child stuff, you know, even... But, but let's just tend to our homes. Let's just tend to our energetic home, our emotional home, our intellectual home. Let's tend to our bodies, darlings. You know, I'm really feeling this, especially with Saturn who is, you know, Lord of Karma and the South Node, who is that fated karmic axis, Um, especially, you know, when we're about to move into eclipse season, my friends, you know, come April, we've only got one more lunation that's not an eclipse before eclipse season. And there's something really, you know, you can feel it in the air and, it's raining here. It's predicted to rain like all week next week here in Brisbane, which I'm again totally here for the re- the cleansing of the rain. But that's sort of what Mars in Cancer is feeling like to me is. you know, I'm experiencing it. And that was sort of my invitation on my musing and sort of, you know, I've sort of been here, there and everywhere. I've had quite a lot of energy, you know, and again, I'm just trusting the waves, you know, when the energy is there, I move with it. And then when it's time to rest and have a 90-minute sleep or just to chill, I just flow with that. And my invitation this week, and, and this is what I'm extending to you all, is just to stop, just to slow down, just to integrate, just to embody and, and really tune into this new energetic frequency. I mean, we're, you know, just, you know, not long into a brand new astrological year. We're not long into, uh, you know, the equinox that just took place, the building of the moon waxing as she becomes full next week in Libra. Uh, you know there is this newness, you know it's fresh eyes, fresh perspective, but it's in this really slow, subtle, nurturing, nourishing way you know the the you know we're being guided to be gently, tread lightly, and take our time and for me, it feels really stable and like whatever we're seeding or or moving with in Aries season is coming from this deep space of heart and this deep, deep because it's, you know, cancer is very ambitious, you know, so there's a lot of ambition, you know, and you might be feeling like, like you want to seed some things and, you know, be productive. But then watch the overproductivity. Again, as I was sharing in my, you know, my wherever I was sharing sharing earlier this week in probably an Instagram story, um, my Monday musing was purely around. Just tune into these new frequencies. For me, this is like a getting to know you moment. Like, oh, hello, Mars in Cancer. Haven't seen you for two years after the eight-month stint of Mars in Gemini. How is life feeling to me? How is maybe all the ideas, you know, all of what has transpired, how is it all feeling? You know, what fits, what doesn't fit? How am I nourishing my own inner desires, my own inner ambitions? Oh, hello, Pluto in Aquarius, which we have never experienced before how is this transition going you know what is this you know this subtle transformation that uh, you know it's subtle but it's also big on so many levels oh hello Saturn in Pisces haven't seen you for 29 years how is this feeling you know we've got this really uh, you know special time you know this really special time to just drop in to just drop into all of it, just to be encompassed and enveloped by it all, to be honest, darlings, just let go. You know, like I said, this beautiful grand water trine with uh, Mars, the South Node and Saturn, you know, this is, this can be really productive again because Mars and Saturn are together, but they're in water signs too. And so I'm feeling this deep sense of reflection and slow movement forward. And, because they're working happily together, you know, what we're doing now counts for the future. You know, we're seeding something. The ground is fertile. Everything is fertile. And how are you watering that? How are you tending to your own hearth flame, your own passions? How are you tending to your soul, your soul's needs, your heart's needs? With the South Node involved in this grand Water and you know, water is intuition, emotions, what's really deep in your cells, cellular memory, the inner psyche, the unconscious, the subconscious, emotions. So we can see that we've got the south node triggering, letting go, Saturn really fated and karmic, going, you know, we can move towards the future if we clear the, the past. And Mars is, you know, that invitation to, again, be intuitively guided to take action. And if you need to cry, cry, you know, if you need to clear out, clear out. But I just sort of really invite you all to drop in. Allow the softening, you know, it really feels like the softening and a sentence that I sort of landed for me when i was writing my monday musing was having the discipline to listen and this is saturn and this is this this karmic grand water trine that we're in you know there's there's spiritual alchemy here that we can tap into from past lives but also just in our own cel- cells which is around regeneration so not holding on to the stories not holding on to the past giving yourself permission to you know, fall at your own feet, fall at the altar of your own life, like a beautiful rose petal falling off the rose, you know, and that's what this energy really feels like. It's very softening, but then there's this oh, this dynamic sort of fire at the same time. And if we work with them in harmony, this can be a really, really juicy time, a juicy time of setting up some great things for the future, Saturn. And also clearing, you know, really clearing old stuff because, you know, this Scorpio South Node is getting on its last legs, my friends. You know, we're just about to have the final Scorpio South Node lunar eclipse come May, which is pretty dynamic. You know, it's pretty huge. It's going to be closing down this 18 month cycle Um of the, of the Taurus and uh, Scorpio north and south node axis. So we're going to have our final Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse in May and then our final Taurus full moon lunar eclipse in October. So the Scorpio part of things is, is coming to an end. It's really going to go out with a bang. What is dying? Where do you need to rise from the ashes of your old self? Yeah, what embers are still burning? We're, we're talking fire here, you know, there's a lot of fire, there's a lot of passion, there's a lot of heart that's available, you know, the sword of truth with Aries, cutting, cutting away what no longer serves, hello south node, cutting away past habits, stories, old anything, you know, and and whilst Mars is in Cancer, trining the south node, I mean, old memories may be re-triggered here, don't, don't you know, you might think of your your childhood or family, or you might go to a psychologist and start to really, you know, get some get some clarity around what needs to be cleared for you to move forward. So the invitation is to soften, to have the discipline to listen, to hear what the body is saying, to hear what the heart wants and needs, to be present with your family, to be present with your own soul and your own self, to get into your body, to move to love, to nurture, to nourish. It feels like a really special time. I also just want to add really one quick thing too is that the moon, when the moon moves into Leo on the 31st of March, it is going to oppose Pluto for the very first time ever that Pluto has been in Aquarius. So at 9.20ish a.m. on the 31st of March, the moon will be at that 29 degrees of, of cancer and pop over into zero zero Leo, making uh, the very first uh, opposition to Pluto at zero zero Aquarius that we've ever had. <laughs> so I just want to sort of make note of that little, little tiny thing there, right? I mean, it's not little. It's pretty dynamic. So I just want you to just pay attention on the 31st. Pay attention. Let's see what happens out. You know, it's 9.20, peak hour traffic. I don't know what the 31st is. What's today? 29th. So that's Friday, Venus Day, day of Venus. So very interesting, uh, peak hour traffic or maybe, you know, just see what, see, see, you know, people's emotions are going to be fueled in Leo, but opposite Pluto. And look, the moon opposes Pluto every single month. Okay. So I'm not talking about how much of a big deal that is. That always happens every month if you follow those cycles, you know, it's very interesting and fascinating to see how you feel every time the moon opposes Pluto. But this is the first time in 250 years that the moon has moved into Leo and opposed Pluto in Aquarius. So this is a bit of a interesting sort of juicy prequel to what we're going to get for the next 20 years once Pluto finally moves into uh, Aquarius in November of 2024. So because we, as we know, he's in and out for the next 18 months. So very fascinating day. I just sort of like that pinged me. I'm like, hmm, interesting. And it will be, um, still a waxing moon. So still a building moon, a a fire building moon. You know, there could be some argy bargy between, of course, like the ego, um, could be quite volatile. Um, for others, it could feel really, um, you know, powerful to step in and speak up, um, very dynamic but yeah, just pay attention. I just think sometimes, you know, there's just these little things that we want to pay attention to. Um, so I'm going to love you and leave you with a real little quickie today. I mean, I could do it even quicker than this and call it a quickie, but this is a quickie today um, because, again, this is just about the somatic feeling of this new energy that we're in and that we're moving into. And my invitation is just to drop into that, just to just to gently unfurl, integrate, Heal what needs to be healed. Nurture the self, yeah? There's, there's this very big undercurrent being woven with this very fated karmic trine that's happening. So really tune into that and you might feel that you are softening. You know, you might feel very like crabby, like you need to go into your shell. Like just leave me alone. Do not talk to me. I love you, but just leave me alone. You might need some space. Yeah, you might be just wanting to scurry into your little cave. You know, think about this is all around the home. Yeah, cancer. So protect yourself, (laughs) love yourself. And I look forward to talking to you all next week uh, and, and prepping you all for the beautiful full moon in Libra and the last lunation that won't be an eclipse for a month. So I'm really excited to chat then. Okay, darlings, enjoy this really deep, beautiful, beautiful time. So much love.